Support for Boston Public Radio comes from the trustees. You can ring in spring at Nomkeg in Stockbridge with the annual Daffodil and Tulip Festival. Colorful seasonal blooms April 19th through Mother's Day. Advanced tickets required. More at thetrustees.org spring. And Trinity Rep, celebrating 60 years with August Wilson's Fences, a Pulitzer Prize-winning drama returning to Trinity Rep's stage for the first time in 30 years, March 21st through April 28th. Tickets at trinityrep.com. Today on Boston Public Radio, live from our GBH studio at the Boston Public Library. So, Democrats, you think you can beat Donald Trump? Already we see the roster of 2020 candidates growing by the day. Meanwhile, the latest polling shows the nation is split on whether Trump will win again. We'll open the lines and ask you, can anyone beat him? And if so, who? From there, we talk to Sports Authority Trenny Kuznarek about Tom Brady's comeback, a postseason almost victory for David Price, and Pats fans behaving badly. At noon, Boston City Council President Andrea Campbell joins us to talk about Boston Public Schools and the plight of the off-track students who struggle to graduate. And media maven Sue O'Connell is here to talk about royal baby bumps. I can't wait. <laughs> and Hillary Clinton's blind spot when it comes to Monica Lewinsky. That and more is next on Boston Public Radio 89.7 WGBH. Boston Public Radio, 89.7 WGBH. We are broadcasting live because it's Tuesday, and we do it every Tuesday. We do. From the WGBH studio at the Boston Public Library. Did you hear Henry Santoro say that the mayor of your hometown <laughs> is holding a press conference at 11? I have an advance <laughs> uh, copy of a statement. Yeah. He is announcing he is moving back in with his parents. <laughs> in any case. Well, he is only 26. He, he wouldn't is. be the first at 20-something to live with mom and dad. Yeah, he's in a little hot water, $230,000. He allegedly... Uh, stole from uh, people that he thought they were investing in his company, Jim. So at a recent campaign rally in Topeka, Kansas, Donald Trump talked about his 2020 election dreams. So far I'm dreaming of those candidates. I see those candidates before my eyes. Every night before I go to sleep. Sometimes while I'm sleeping, I love them so much. Cory Booker. Pocahontas, Pocahontas. You know what? I, I want to be careful. I'm taking out so many of these people. I'm hitting them so hard that they're disappearing. And I don't want to do that. I'll take out all the easy ones. And maybe I'll get stuck with somebody that's actually good. But I don't see any on that side. So Trump doesn't see anyone good on the Democrat side, as he just said. Well, open the lines and ask, do you, 877-301-897. You can weigh in, even if you're a Donald Trump supporter. Every day, the list of potential 2020 candidates gets longer. Hillary Clinton, yes, Hillary Clinton has kicked off a speaking tour with her husband. Mike Bloomberg has become a Democrat again. Senator Warren, of course, just had her big DNA reveal. Meanwhile, latest CNN polling finds the nation is split literal dead heat on whether Trump will win again. But if anyone can beat him, uh, Teflon Don, that is, who is it? Are you among the Americans who think he'll be a two-term president? Or can the Dems or a third-party candidate actually defeat him? The number is 877-301-8970. It really has been a big week. Bloomberg is 76, but people think he's seriously considering running. Some people think that Hillary Clinton is doing this tour because she is contemplating running for, I guess, what would be a third time. 
And uh, the leader of the pack, I guess, in the most recent CNN poll was Joe Biden, uh, actually crushing most of the other Democrats. I think it was 33% for him, 13% for uh, Bernie Sanders. 877-301-897. Do you subscribe to the notion that Donald Trump will win a second term? And if not, who is the man or woman who's going to uh, replace him. Do you have a, a thought on this or no? Well, I have a CNN uh, uh, poll in front of me, a story by uh, Chris Zilla and Henry Enton uh, saying that in a poll by the Washington Post, a lot of women are running, and they have a their list of uh, the top ten. Top ten women? Uh, no, the top ten people that could run against Donald Trump. And? And, and several of them are women. The first one is Elizabeth Warren. The second one is Kamala Harris from California. Fourth one is Kirsten uh, Gillibrand, Gillibrand. Gillibrand from New York State, mm-hmm. and Amy uh, Klobuchar is number six. And remember, she was the woman that mm-hmm. was asked whether she uh, had a blackout drinking problem <laughs> by, by Judge Kavanaugh, by Justice Kavanaugh, Justice Kavanaugh in the uh, right. hearings for his uh, nomination, and she uh, reacted with considerable restraint. You know, I, before we get to the calls, I thought I heard a really uh, interesting thing on CNN last night or the night before when somebody was asked, it might have been David Gergen, actually, but somebody with a brain was asked, so who is the person most likely to be able to beat him? And whoever answered the question, Gergen or somebody else, said, first you've got to tell me what you're looking for. Are you looking for somebody who's going to be uh, in Donald Trump's face, a la, let's say, Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. or somebody who's going to be much more lower key and much lower key and uh, 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 let's run a much more traditional campaign? When you answer that question, whoever the commentator was, said, I will then tell you who fits that bill. I have to say, when you do a show like this, you're not supposed to have no, I have no idea Neither do I. at this stage Neither with two years I. out. Who, I think you know what a huge part of this is? It in huge part depends on what happens on November 6th. If the Democrats take back the House and are center stage with investigations of whatever it is, including of Brett Kavanaugh, whether he committed perjury, that's one thing. If the Republicans retain control of both houses of Congress, then I think it's a whole different kettle of uh, fish. 877-301-897. Well, you know, both Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden have been very in-your-face in terms of Donald oh, yeah. Trump. But Biden's yeah. out there saying he's ruining everything that was good and sacred in America. Then you have other people, um, like our former governor, Deval Patrick, yeah. Uh, who was just interviewed by uh, David Axelrod and his uh, for his podcast, and was not exactly uh, ruling out a 2020 run. He's much more in the uh, middle of the road, Democratic. Uh, let's not be in people's faces. Let's not be calling people out. Mode. I have no idea if he has any intention of running. I have no idea if he get anywhere. But he's certainly different. And by then the you w- have Bernie Sanders, who's just all about the issues, all about the issues, all about the issues, all about the issues. And, of course, he's in his mid-70s as well. By the way, uh, Amanda, one of our coworkers, just reminded us, don't forget Biden basically said he wanted to take Trump behind a dumpster and kick <laughs> his you-know-what. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that's Let's right. go to Ivy. You're in Providence. You're first on Boston Public Radio. Welcome, Ivy. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, so I was thinking Bernie Sanders should make another attempt at running in uh, 2020. And I would love to see uh, Congresswoman from Hawaii, Tulsi Gabbard, be his running mate. What do you guys think? Well, Chelsea Gabbard, if I, uh, Kelsey Gabbard, if I remember correctly, is the woman who was vice chair of the Democratic Party. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ivy. And didn't she resign so that she could endorse Sanders, even though I guess you're supposed to stay out of it? Wasn't that what happened with her in the last election? I think, I think she so. Did. Yeah. 
I think you're right about that. She she felt very, very strongly about Bernie Sanders running, and I think she felt very strongly about Elizabeth Warren backing Clinton instead of Bernie Sanders, which I know a lot of my friends who are supporters felt really strongly about. Well, that let me as tell well, you, didn't really feel. Speaking of Hawaii, I think the most impressive person out of the Kavanaugh hearings was the Maisie Hirono, who yeah. I had, a uh, United States senator, obviously, who I'd heard virtually nothing of. She is tough. She is smart. She is focused on the issues. I think she's great. Ivy, thank you for, uh, for uh, your call. I mean, a lot of people are, were all Sanders up, and a lot of pe- some people who supported uh, Hillary Clinton thought they made the wrong choice, choice that Bernie Sanders could have beaten Trump. I have no idea how that would have uh, played out. Can I tell a story we've told 10,000 times, mm-hmm. by the way? When Marjorie and I spent our week in New Hampshire, as we do every primary season, we would go up to people who said they were uncommitted, and we both were incredulous when we said, well, who are you deciding between? What did the vast majority of them say to us? They said Trump and Sanders. Trump or Sanders, Because, yeah. as I've said a million 